Hey girls, Maria Menounos here, author of The Every Girl's Guide to Life. Wanna know my best tips and secrets for organization, travel, weight loss, beauty, fashion, and everything else in between? Go to bing.com slash Maria and pick up my new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Life. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Tough Enough. Tonight's hosts are Tori Wilson, Lillian Garcia, and Candace Michelle, a.k.a. TLC. Also joining us will be special guest, former WWE and TNA champion, Mick Foley. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Tough Enough news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, TLC! TLC is in the house and we're Love excited. It. Yes, we're so excited. Woo! But we're missing a little bit of tea. I know. She tried. Poor Tori. She, she was trying. Make it. She was in Dallas over the weekend and she was trying so badly to get back in time. But unfortunately, she her flight, you know, she's her plane Those, just didn't fly fast they enough. They didn't. It was putting. Putting. Put, put, put. <laughs> so we're going to miss Tori yeah, tonight, yeah. but we got a big show tonight. We're going to yes. talk about a lot of things coming up. We're going to start off with what we did this weekend. Well, first of all, this week, I mean, it's like for me, it's been just crazy. I don't even remember what I did all week. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into the weekend. Before we get into that, (laughs) I'm looking at you and I'm thinking it was the royal wedding. It was the Derby this week. And Lady Gaga did perform on Oprah. So you've got got it all like handled right there in your little. I went to Santa Barbara. I was at this cool thrift shop and they made these funky little hats. I was like, I gotta do it. You know, I'm feeling a little spicy, a little sexy. You know, people say the hair in one eye is sexy. Yeah. So. I'm going to just talk like this for no, the whole l- show. L- no, I don't think so. You'll get very oh, annoying. I'm sorry, Lillian. Oh, God. What you darling? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you just give me all buttered. Oh, uh, yeah. I, seriously, though, when I saw that, I was as soon as I saw that, she told me she was going to wear that on the show. I went, wait a minute, the headphones. How is that going to fit? But leave it up to we, Candace. We make it work. She makes we it work. We make it work. I love it. So this is exciting. A little tribute. Speaking of the Derby. Yeah, so. Yeah, you did I, a red carpet. I did a red, actually, green carpet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what it is about the green carpet. They call it a red carpet affair, but it actually turns into a re- green carpet because they have green carpet there. I, I don't know. Nice. Get it. You, you got to anyway. change it. You know, Hollywood's yeah. always about change yeah. and fancy. And- so it was really cool, actually. Did you take those photos? Yes. I had a big hat. And then I got to wear another hat during the day. I just kind of like swapped around. Oh, so look at our little doggy. Roof, roof, he's so cute. You what are you cute. doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we, oh, so we have our... See, I got a little rowdy. 
<laughs> yeah, it's got to be perfect. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. He's our Charlie. Thanks, oh, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. The best producer ever. Yes. So, um, yeah, so no, the Derby was all great. I mean, it was a lot of fun. And because you and Tori were not around, I got to actually invite Melina. Nice. And so she came and also Kat came. So oh, it was cool. Very cool. Yeah. I didn't see those photos. Yeah. I tweeted photos with them. Oh. Ah, sure did. Well, you were mommy, too busy. Yes. Mommy had a weekend away yeah. without the little baby. It was our 12-year anniversary. Congratulations. You guys have been together for 12 years or married or? Married for six, together for 12. So wow. actually in June is 12. So people were actually asking on Twitter. They're like, you just got married. Yeah. That's what ago. I was thinking. And uh, <laughs> Well, we met in June. And so we just combined it all into one. You know, I'm not into the this anniversary that, you know, I get confused. Uh, but, you, you know. but you know, you see our wrestling fans. They're very like meticulous. Yeah, they like, know more about my wait a minute. than I do. They're like, hold on. You got married <laughs> I was on like, this dang, time. Like, and it was at 3.01 in the afternoon. <laughs> I can't I just get a congratulations? Nice. <laughs> hey, speaking, but speaking Twitter, of Yeah, Twitter, we're going to take some tweets yes. today, guys. So you can tweet us. You know, I'm at Diva Candace M and we got at Lillian Garcia 1L. 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 Don't misspell that. And send us a question because when we take our callers later in the show. Yeah, not now. Not yet. Not, not, not yet. After our special guest, McFoley, um, then we're yeah. going to take a tweet question. We're actually going to answer these live. So this will be really fun. It's the first time we're going to yeah. do that segment this time. And I want to thank the the Twitters. I mean, the, the fans out there actually for tweeting me. Oh, my gosh. When I sang last Monday. Yeah. I mean, that was such a great Incredible, surprise that I got right? to do it. Yeah, that was great. I can't believe it's already a week later. I really can't. But the I got... Thousands of tweets. I'm not talking just hundreds. Right. I got like thousands. Well, you you were uh, what do they call that? Trending. I yeah, was trending. top trending yes. in the world. I went amazing. I, I, it was amazing. So, but it was them that were they were so nice and so like yeah. wow. It was just so great to see you in the ring. And believe me, just it was like the last you. thing I expected. Like Sunday, it's like <laughs> Sunday. I get the call, and the next thing you know, I'm on a plane at six a.m. I'm like packing, and you know, to like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and you saved me, thank Yay. God, for everybody who saw me with a dress. It was her who lent me the dress. I call her Sunday night. And I'm like panicking <laughs> at ten p.m. I'm like, I'm looking through my closet. I like that. Nothing anymore. Like, like I gotcha. Yeah, Picture. I'm like calling her. I'm like, please. She's texting me. Yeah, and on my phone. Do you like this one? Do you like that one? I'm like, I want them all. So my husband was so sweet. Went and got did. the dresses while I'm sitting there packing, and I'm trying on. Thank God I fit into them, and of and course. you saved me. That that dress was absolutely gorgeous. And Everyone Lillian was talking was about it. So frazzled, guys, that she yeah. does not even have her cute cards here right. today. I don't. I was so frazzled today. <laughs> Sorry. And she so she mentioned get a little bit wild just like when me and you know Tori do it solo <laughs> by now by now I would hope that people would know people's faces and the names right because we've got it down we got so it so we're hoping that you and guys have it we down we got it written down yeah. so hey by, by the way before we forget yes oh my gosh so Our proud girl. of Maria that was the other thing we got to hang out with Maria this she week she was just on the Nate Burkus show today that you know, was and like I, the coolest show. Yeah, ever. and I actually saw her yesterday. Uh, she was interviewing Johnny Depp and um, yes. Penelope Cruz. Very so cool. that was really yeah, cool. They have the new Pirates movie. Yes. 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 And I'm actually, I think I'm going to go to Disneyland on Wednesday. You are? Yeah, because 
You know what? I went to Disneyland, I guess, about a few weeks ago uh-huh. or mo- month a and a half. A few weeks ago and you're going mo- again. <laughs> well, that's what happened. They give you a pass that day. They give you a pass that you can come back before the 14th of May. Well, the oh. 14th is at the end of this week. So I'm like, oh, better slide in there. So nice. we're going to go. And apparently Pirates of the Caribbean have like this big new, thing, new thing there or something yeah. there. So I'm excited oh, about that's it. that's very cool. But her book, number three on the bestseller. Awesome. And she's just awesome. Like, she's really cool. We actually got, got to ha- hang out with yeah, her. We yeah. went to a little gathering she had. At her house. The best part was just really getting to know her. Like, you know, she's she's so genuine. Yeah. So genuine. We love that about So girls. I want to tell you guys, too, that this is, I mean, it's a great book for, for girls, but it's not just for girls. Like, it's for guys, too. It's got all the stuff about the workout. Like, you can get pointers in there. Any oh, Anything can be made. you. You got a bookmark. I was like, I'm so surprised. <laughs> I didn't even know that it was bookmarked. <laughs> and then, you know, for the girls, like, hints on makeup. You know, yes, that's like my all favorite. This, yeah, I mean, she's got a lot of great stuff in here. But the but reason she was I say about her cooking, even yeah, the cooking. But the, the reason I say it's good for guys too, because it talks about relationships also. Because what's and good for the me, goose is good for the gander, right? And to me, I'm thinking how that saying goes: the more you know, <laughs> the more you know about a girl. Yes. The better take your chances it, are. It, I'm taking. It, I'm, I'm telling you, the better your chances <laughs> are at getting a girl. So if you're single. Pick this book up, learn a few mm-hmm. things, and then you can communicate with us women. So can I just uh, tell you about my favorite part of this weekend? Yes, of course. It's Mommy's Day. Oh, I, yes, of course. It was the first time. Your that is first the best Mother's day, day ever created in the whole universe. Oh, oh my so gosh. Happy for it you. just made me you saw her today. She's walking. She's walking. I can't she's believe it. She's actually eleven walking. months yeah. and walking and she's just this little peanut and she just Oh, I just want a yummy. No, she's, so, she's so. So, so thank you guys, everybody. Twitter, Twitter, tweeters, my candy addicts on Facebook. That and you Facebook guys, too. Yeah, you guys send me so much loving messages. That is so dear. When I just scroll down, it says Happy Mommy's Day. You're the best mommy. And and one person even said when I mentioned on this show how it hurts so much because I love her so much. Right. They're like, that's why you're the best mommy. I was like. Oh, so it's really cool that they're taking what I say on the show and just relating it to, you know, my experiences. And so I appreciate all that love. And it makes me just just watching you with her because I don't have my own <laughs> watching you with her though and and I appreciate you allowing me to be her aunt oh you're so good you know, at it because just, yummy like, yummy yeah I know she's just precious yummy so. is a good word it so is just, a- you say just say it's yummy Yummy. Does it make you feel <laughs> yummy? Makes it's me like, hungry. <laughs> so, somebody once told me if you're ever sad, just say yummy. sparkles. So just try it. Sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> See, it just makes, makes me feel weird. No, it's <laughs> it makes you happy. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, so anyway. we have a really good show today. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Let's recap yes. this a little bit. We have John Morrison that comes on the show, which is yeah. awesome. Oh, and by the way, I got to hang out with him this oh, did week. Did he go to the red car- the so green carpet? He went, he went, all right, Thursday I got to hang out with him and Melina at, uh-huh. um, it was uh, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, nice. So they came out to Baja. I saw, I saw that photo. She yeah. has always has a good Cinco de Mayo. Awesome. She's awesome. Mexican, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's so Mexican. So she always has a yeah. good outfit yeah. to show. So we had fun. Um, John came later because he was doing some other stuff, but he came later and had a great time and then had dinner with him and, and Melina, so it was cool. And then actually Melina you know, and I went to the Derby, and then he joined us later on when we were watching the fight between Mosley and Pac-Man. Oh, how did that go? Congratulations to Pac-Man because actually he was. What, what are you calling him? Well, that's his nickname. 
name. Oh, Pac-Man. Okay. <laughs> it's Pacquiao or something like that. So um, he's uh, he's from, uh, God, now I forget. He's uh, Asian. Is he Filipino or Filipino, something? I think that's what it is. I think it is. So he, um, it was a good fight. Some people were disappointed. Because they didn't feel like a they wanted to knock out and b they f- it went twelve how, rounds. How did it end? Because it I, went twelve okay, rounds, so. so it was by decision. Right, but it was and it was clear was cut. It, it was okay. definitely it was clear cut, and uh, but some people were disappointed because they wanted a little bit more action. But mostly just like stayed in there, like he really like really stayed in there, which right. was surprising to us because I really thought it was going to be a knockout. Right. But uh, but yeah, so John joined us for that. So awesome. he actually went in for his surgery. Yes, I Today. heard he's out and doing good. Did he's you hear doing well. Else? Yes, he's doing well. He's um, you know, he, John. I mean, this is him. He wanted to fly, do the surgery this morning, fly home today. Okay, later oh, on. So he's not in L.A. No, no, no. The surgery. Oh, he went to right. our the guru uh, guy. Yeah, the guru guy. Right. Okay. We won't even oh, say where. Speaking of guys, for you who don't know, there's a guru guy. Well, <laughs> there's a surgeon the, that does all, yeah. all the surgeries for the WWE. You saying guru? People are gonna think he's like a witch doctor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he wears, he's in like Kentucky or something, some random place, and everybody goes there to get their surgeries. Right. So he. Dr. Um, Andrew, is that it? I think that's who he's doing. Who's doing Dr. a surgery? Do you need a so, surgery? <laughs> Dr. Andrew, you need to hook us up. We're promoting you on the show. <laughs> so he, but he flew there and then he wanted to fly back today. Yeah. Like the same day. And I looked at him and I'm like, are you crazy? Like, really? So he's flying back tomorrow. I'm like, still, I would but, be like, yeah, wow. that, that's like the serious wrestler's mentality, though. I, know. I mean, you, we even got to see that today with Eva Lise. Yeah, Ivy, Evie, 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 sorry, they call I got it, Evie. it, Evie. I mean, that girl was putting her heart out there. You know, she's hurt, and you could really tell. At first, I didn't know because I couldn't remember what happened to her leg. I think we were so discombobulated last week, you know, with you gone and doing the show, and and that just kind of took priority with what happened in the world. But her leg is really hurting her. I mean, she couldn't even stand in that ring barely at the end, and she wanted it still. She wasn't like, hey, here, take it away from me. And that's just the mentality that you need to be in this business. And as sad and as scary as that mentality is sometimes, because I've lived that and been through that, Mm -hmm. that it's just really what that world is about. And you have to be ready and prepared for that. I saw you getting, and I don't want to, I mean, I'm sure you guys probably saw the the ending. So I I don't want to talk about the ending right just yet. But I did see you tear up. Yeah, when, well, you know, it, it hits home a little I, bit. I was just going to say, because um, it hit home with the, when you, you know, had your it, injury. It really did. And I actually said, I'm like, I can't believe this show's actually going to make me cry. <laughs> but I did cry, but I did tear up. And, you know, it's just about um, when you go out there and you get injured out there and you have that mentality, you really know that you love this business. You love the fans. You love the work you put into it. And you never give up, you know. And, and I remember feeling like Ivelisse, Ivy. Evie, 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 sorry, feeling like her when I broke my collarbone in the ring the second time, and it was at the very beginning of that match, and to finish that match is like such a proud moment for me. It's like no, you when you're out there live in front of you know twenty thousand people and the millions watching on TV, you don't just say, "Hey, I broke my collarbone, stop the match." Right. There's something extra inside of superstars and divas that just makes you keep going and you finish it and um, until you get backstage then you're like holy crap what did I just do right 
And it takes you out of the game. And it takes you out unwillingly. It's like, you know, somebody just pulls that carpet out from underneath you and you don't have a saying. I think that's what was kind of probably bothering you even when you had to leave the WWE is the fact that you didn't get to choose right. to leave the WWE. The injury did. Right. And in the long run, you know, we do a lot of side work from these side seminars. And what I learned is, you know, to take responsibility for it. And I think that Evie might find some... Uh, restitution with that you know she learns to take and not blaming it on Christina for injuring her right but instead of what she could have done and how she's responsible for it because really in the long run I was responsible for all my injuries you know the I had a broken collarbone going into the match and somehow I finagled my way into being into a match like no no I'm fine I'm fine the doctor didn't release me didn't say that I could go out there and wrestle but it was my own fault for not taking responsibility, and hence, you know, that was what happened. And you just have to learn to, you know, learn from those experiences. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how she comes, comes out, back. Yes. how she comes back and out of this. Because that's where you can really tell a superstar from totally. not, you know, it's, do you let this stop you? Right. Or do you learn from this and then go, okay, now this time I'm really, you know, I'm going to take better care of myself doing mm-hmm. this or that. or, or it, But it really is. It's like I get back, knocked down, yeah. but I get up again. You're never going to keep me totally. down. That's what And when you saw Stone Cold looking at her, I mean, I th- almost thought I was going to get a tear from him tonight. Yeah. You know, he was like, you deserve to be in this ring. You have that passion. You right. have that it factor. And you're really giving it your all. And I think if she just gives herself some time to heal, WWE is going to love her and you know she's gonna she's gonna be in there and you know making history for. The I I think we're definitely gonna see her. I did too. Oh, by the way, speaking of her, we saw a little something on her today. Oh my gosh, what is with the fire crotch? <laughs> now we're talking that she's Latina, and I remember yeah, the early little, shows. she brought the Latina heat for sure. Yes, we're she has saying, a tattoo in the front. If you guys, when we get to it, maybe we'll try to pause it on there. But she's got this tattoo, incognito. It's just creeping out of the panties saying, ah, I'm a it's little flames. wild. Flames. <laughs> but I think yeah. that's exciting. You know? It's like, hmm, what does the rest she's, of that tattoo look like? <laughs> she is definitely bringing on the heat. Definitely. Yes. So. Awesome. So, awesome. So, we talked about John Morrison, but... Um, they had a bunch of skills challenges, and we want to go through all the contestants here tonight. We're going to talk about the bottom three, but we also have our special guest tonight. Yes, our special guest tonight. And we is- appreciate everybody. You know, we pushed him back a week. Yeah. Lillian wanted to be here. She's really good friends with him. And, I mean, he's just so amazing to be so willing to, you know, work with the schedule and mm-hmm. the craziness that's happened. And we're going to have Mick Foley on tonight. Yes. And None other really than the awesome. hardcore legend. <laughs> yes, the one and only. So where do we want to take this from here? All right. So I, I, I think that we should definitely talk about, well, the points that we're going to be discussing this evening is our elimination. I love it. <laughs> I, I think you should talk to me. In the, in the <laughs> I don't think that works. So this is really awesome, so guys. We yeah, have we, our producer here tonight. This is really exciting. And you saw him come in and fix our little after buzz thing. But he asked us, he said, should I talk to you guys in your headset or should I put a little thing up on the side? Yeah, yeah. I think you should and, talk to us. And we're like, <laughs> talk to us. And then we're like, no, write it. And then so we just totally stopped in our tracks to read that. <laughs> All right, this is better. He said something about my mic being right in the way. So I think. I like better. Do you want me to talk this way? Yeah, sure. Yes, yes. We like that. It's yeah. our Charlie. Be our Charlie. Come on. <laughs> Well, 
It, it, Lillian, you're so beautiful. Aww. And I hate seeing that microphone block that beautiful face. What's wrong with this? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, then we'll, we'll make it an audio Thanks. show if that's... No, no, I get you. All right, so is this better? That's better, yeah. Okay. You can let you can you can adjust your chair so it comes up higher either way. Yeah, oh. that is something. I feel like a, a little there we go. Ooh, look at look you at now. That. Look at me now. Hey, I don't feel so spicy now. <laughs> this all is right, all the technical stuff. You don't want to listen to me. <laughs> all right, there we go. Awesome. Okay, so we got that together. So where were we going from here? Were all we right. gonna talk about the challenges and all the contestants, or are we gonna get um close to Going into our special guest, I well, first of all, we were just we were just gonna discuss the fact that we've got the elimination to talk about for sure. We've got the um, the ropes course. Let's talk Let's about the ropes course. Let's just go to that because this yes. Eric guy is hilarious. What was it? An hour and thirty five minutes. He was hanging there on the ropes. <laughs> hour mean, and thirty five. It's gotta be harder to hang there than to just than to try crawl your butt through yeah. it. Right, and, and just go. And on top of it, to actually cry at the end? Come on, dude. Well, he was crying because of he was embarrassed. Well, I would That's be embarrassed, why. too. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be that embarrassed laying there, at least, like, I mean, you're strapped on somehow. At least fall, like, trying to go through it. That was the thing. He just sat there. And, yeah. And here's the thing. I'm thinking, like, everybody just watching him this long. If I had an audience watching me, like we were saying with WWE. So your adrenaline. Still, you your adrenaline should love. just. Love. Just. Strug- just show me that you're Something. struggling That's to get why to that. I was really happy he was in the bottom three because Absolutely. week after week, he puts on this thing like, I really want it. He says that. And even when he says it, you don't believe it. Even his tears tonight, like, I'm a sucker for the tears. Like, you can bring me to tears pretty easy. And tonight I was just like, dude, <laughs> you're no. crying because, like, you want to just be done. Yeah, like, I can. Yeah. You know, it's like. He gave up, like, too easy. Yeah. So that's Eric on him. AJ, I'm telling you one thing. I have not noticed that kid. I didn't even know who he was today. I have not noticed him at all. He does not have No. To me, unfortunately, he just hasn't shown it. He does not have the superstar fire. The only thing he had is when he was in the bottom three, when he said, give me your title, he said, no, you have to take it from me. Yeah, that was the only one. But, I mean, it was so still nonchalant. Like, I mean, do you have any fire? Like... No, you have to take it from me. Right. Like, I mean. Yeah. No, you have to take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> and that the- was more than what Eric did. <laughs> Eric was just like, okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. Which, which we're kind of talking about the end, but that's okay. That's it just, right. it kind of ties in. Yeah, it definitely. But how about our Jeremiah? Well, it's not you. It's me and Tori's Jeremiah. Yeah, you guys. We're loving him still. Tori would be proud. No, but he didn't step up in the skills challenge. I know, but he's spitting blood, okay? okay he has, he has yeah, no that. teeth, and he's still spitting blood. <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy. Like, I love it. His little lip starts to dimple in right here when he has his teeth out, and he still has care. Character, he's getting it, you know. Right, but I just feel like I, I, there's something about him. Like they were saying in the skills challenge, he's doing things that are dangerous. Well, it's it's when you become dangerous and a threat to other people, you know, because right. he's getting in the ring with somebody else. He was dangerous even to that. Come on! Even that was like, oh, dude! Ouch! (laughs) The poor guy that's laying there, (laughs) right? (laughs) 
and and that's so. true because you know that's like why people say hey why don't you work indies or why don't you do some of this other work out there and i'm like that's why because when you get somebody that doesn't know what they're doing in the ring i mean once you're injured you know what it's like to be injured and off the market you know you're like it's not worth it to right. go and these guys have been anybody. they are people that have said that they've been working and working and independence and we still see them messing up right. and not knowing good technical skills that safe that keep totally. people safe but he's still learning so my favorite still is andy andy i know he's still a little bit like hasn't shown all of his but he showed some fire today he showed a little bit i love the fact that when he couldn't stand up there with the balance and it's a big guy he's a yeah, big guy he's okay a big guy. so it takes a lot more to stand up there but uh when he couldn't stand up there he was just ticked off and i loved it yeah I but you know what the, even that. the last week or even two weeks it's like he gets ticked off afterwards <laughs> Like, his fire comes after he fails. Like, if he can just use that in the in, challenge. In the like, challenge, yeah. Like, I like, think he's you know, building, though. Balance, you but know? he's never been in the bottom three. No, never. he hasn't. And speaking of last week in the bottom three, Luke did step up, even though he's arrogant yes, as hell. he did. He is arrogant, I don't know though. how Jeremiah and Luke get along. I mean, it's just quite a weird friendship. Yeah, because Jeremiah, Jeremiah is, is more so humble. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like he's the humble. humble, relaxed, you know, country boy, and then you get the cocky city slicker. But I think for him, I think Jeremiah, actually, it's good that Luke is in there. Yeah. Because it fires him up. Well, and he's been learning from him. He's been yeah, taking full right. advantage of it. You know, right. Luke isn't learning the, well, he's got a certain kind of charisma that can sell, you know, as being a heel in the WWE. I was just going to say, he's going to be a perfect heel. Yeah, you know, I mean. Because I can't he, stand him already. And, and yeah. <laughs> Totally. We hate him. So, so. it's like you want to boo him already, yeah, exactly. but he's good. Exactly. That's the thing. You hate him for being good. <laughs> because he just needs a little bit more humbleness. That's all. I mean, you have to have something to work. Not One thing is being out and, and showmanship and being a heel. But another thing is also being backstage. And right. I'm a little worried for him backstage. Well, and that's the part, you know. Working with everyone else. He's not going to get along with everybody else and, you know. There's a certain level where not getting along makes you a great heel, but then going to that just over the top of that cockiness is you got your own locker room in the toilets. In the toilet, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> with, with, with poop thrown in your suitcase, mushed around your shorts, and now try to rinse them out and wear them wet to the ring. It's <laughs> about right, because it's tough, guys. You're it not. is tough. <laughs> if you're not liked, oh boy. Ouch. All right, so you know what? I think it's time. Why don't we it go is. to commercial break? We're going to go to commercial break. And, and if then. our wonderful Charlie back there can get our special guest, Mick Foley, on the line for us. Can you do that for us, Charlie? He's nodding yes. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yes. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. It's television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why AfterBuzz TV is the number one source for after-show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. Four, two, four, two, I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Zoom! 
All right, I think I'm going to need an hour to introduce Foley. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real superstar. I am not kidding you. I mean, okay, here we go. I mean, Wait, we know him as a wrestler. we have him on the line so he can hear this introduction? Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. okay. All right. It. So not only is he a wrestler, we know that. And, and I'll get into, like, what kind of wrestler. Like, this is amazing, like, all the titles. He's also an author. Okay, he's also a comedian. He's an actor. He's a uh, voice actor. He's a formal, uh, a former uh, color commentator because he did uh, color commentating for SmackDown. I remember that. Um, uh, and okay, he's uh, goes under the name of Dude Love, Cactus Jack, Mankind, and of course Mick Foley. But here's the thing: he's he has uh, he was the the first ever WWF Hardcore Champion. He was a three-time WWF champion as Mankind. He won the WWF World Tag Team Champions, not once, twice, three, four, five, six, seven, but eight times. Eight times, my lucky number. (laughs) ECW World Tag Team Champion twice. Oh, my God. And and WCW World Tag Team title once. And hang on. Let me take my breath. (laughs) Also, TNA World Heavyweight Champion (laughs) and TNA Legends Championship. Oh, my gosh. On the line is my friend more than anything, Mick Foley. Hi, Mick. Hello. Yeah, that's the most important thing. You saved that one for last, right? Mick, I love you. You know I love you. (laughs) Mick, you know, my favorite thing last week, Lillian was like, because, you know, I didn't have your phone number personally. I don't know why I didn't have it. But she said, just call him. He's just a little teddy bear. And when she said that, I was like, I miss that little teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Mick. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing I'm doing great. I just hope there's uh, there's no heat between the two of you because I happen to have written uh, a, a chapter all about Candace and no Lillian chapter yet. I know. What the heck? I've been bragging like, about it no, seriously, all day. I have known you longer <laughs> than Candace Michelle. <laughs> I have done interview. Oh, talking about interviews, Mick. I remember this one interview. I don't know if you remember it or not uh, let me funny. guess uh it, there's two words in it and one of them is wanna <laughs> he does he does you have okay to tell me all about right this one. so we were doing this interview backstage <laughs> and we um you remember when he was commissioner he was commissioner <laughs> right? of, of raw for a while it was so funny i mean that there you that was your comedian moments right there because seriously <laughs> as commis- and Lillian, if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it was something that we talked about ahead of time. I think it was just we were in front of a hockey oh, net, yeah. right? Yeah, we were. Right, yeah, we never talked about this, in. and it was live. <laughs> and you know, little old me, I get embarrassed kind of easily. Okay, no, yeah, not. seriously. Especially and you were pretty new at this point, right? Right, I was new, maybe. Yeah, I was kind of new. I was only there maybe two years or something like that. And uh, and I was, oh, and when I first got there, I was just like like, like this, like little old, like virgin <laughs> to everything and just good and proper. Right. And then I get into the wrestling world. <laughs> no, but I, I'll never forget the, the setup because as commissioner, he always had a different set everywhere. And the That's setup right. wears was a uh, hockey um, goalie, like okay. net. All right. And that he. <laughs> Yeah, I had my I had my desk like yeah, yeah, like in, the desk. Ne- in the net. I believe. <laughs> in the net, exactly. <laughs> in the desk. He literally has a hockey puck, and the first thing that comes out of him in the beginning of the interview, hey, Lillian. Want a puck? <laughs> and at first, and I think, I'm like, you know, I, hopefully, I, I was able to get away with. Oh yeah, you did. Like at first, uh, I'm, I'm at first, I'm like, sure, and then I'm like, oh my god, now I get it. It was hilarious. Only you can get away with that, Mick. 
<laughs> because it didn't sound offensive, right? No, no, but not here's at the all. Secret, Lillian. I was trying to be offensive, and I just couldn't pull it off. Because <laughs> <laughs> you make what makes you even cuter. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the first times I met McFoley is we were backstage at Raw, and he had just finished a match. I don't know if you remember this, Mick, but you did like some thumbtack. Something crazy. crazy. I mean, I thought I had seen a lot on on the show, and then you can't come back, and you come back after your match, and you have thumbtacks <laughs> and scrapes all over you, and I just wanted to just engulf you in my arms and love you because you just look so torn up, and you just like were like, yeah, that was a great match. I was like, my God, that guy's got some heart. Tell us about what it feels like to have thumbtacks yeah. stuck you in know, you. I think, I think that was after the, the, the Ric Flair match at uh, SummerSlam. Uh, and I think, you know, you, you looked at me like, oh, my God, you said something. And I, like I said something like, <laughs> like something stupid that would be offensive coming from one of the other guys. I said, like, oh, do you find this? Do you find this attractive? Yeah. And you just went, I think you did, oh, actually. Oh, God, no. <laughs> 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 you did. You really felt for me uh, because I think, not to cur- not to disagree with you, but I think we had known each other a little while. But my my matches were so rare. I only had like one or two a year that you weren't used to seeing me. You know, uh, in any kind of match, let alone you know coming back with. I think I had twenty. I needed twenty five stitches in my chest after that. That um, mm. probably not the best idea to have to be chopped while somebody's got barbed wire on their. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, that was a rough. That was a, that was a rough one. I do remember that, and I do remember. I, I may have even done an Austin Powers, like some stupid Austin Powers line, and I never forget. Like you didn't <laughs> play along, you were like, "Oh God, no." <laughs> <laughs> I was seriously worried for you. I was thinking, how is the doctor going to get all those thumbtacks out and stitch up every uh, little? Hold, what what does that feel like? I mean, how- and what possesses you to do that, Mick? Really? You know, honestly, I, I never felt like I was really reckless in the ring. I mean, there may have been a few things I did. I mean, a few things every year that were really risky. But I always, like, when I would think about things, I would think about what you can get as far as, like, the risk, you know, the reward as opposed to the risk. And thumbtacks were actually way up there on the risk-reward ratio because there wasn't a lot of risk. It, it, it hurt, but not any more than, like, a real bad bump outside the ring might hurt. And the really? reaction was just, you know, sustained and phenomenal. Um, and it was what I thought was worth was what was you know was worth the the pain the the eerie part was having them pulled out one by one which is worse uh, than you know than having all them, at once. Uh, go in all <laughs> simultaneously but there you know there were some things I did over my career where I was like I'll never do that again because it wasn't worth you know it wasn't worth the reaction can you can you share with us what those are like what have you done that you're like no 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 <laughs> well you know what I I mentioned in one of my books that. Uh, even even today, like I'll watch, not necessarily today as in this day, but even in the current era, I'll see some stuff that guys do, and I'll be like, you know, I, you know, I don't think anyone even remembers that I was the first guy to do that. Might, might be something kind of clever as opposed to really painful. But because I was kind of a limited athlete, I mean, you know, the stuff that looked good and, and other people could do probably better than I could would get used up. And I was kind of like, <laughs> I had to settle for like, 
the really painful stuff. So if you mm. never saw me, like if you never seen anybody have the steps thrown on them from the ring to the outside, which was the rock, the rock did to yeah, me yeah, in February of, of uh, 99, just, you know, over his head and, and through, you know, drop them on my leg. Like that was a great idea. You know, there's a reason why some of those things don't get done ever again. And that would that'd probably be the, the, the example off the top of my head. But some of the things that just really hurt where, and it then did not resonate with the fans, would be scratched off the list as things to never do again. Whereas thumbtacks, until they became overused here, and they really, you know, they really did, um, you know, they were a great reaction because you could, you know, you could pull that bag out and, you know, and it'd be that uh, kind of anticipation of what's in the bag, and then you put, you know, you scatter them. There'd be, you know, thousands of them. They kind of like shine in the light, and and uh, and people just, you know, they, it was a build to a great response. And and like I said, they they've kind of been overused now, but uh, and I'm probably as guilty or guiltier than anybody. But uh, that was kind of a cool thing, uh, you know, for a while. Mick, is there anything, you know, you've done the thumbtacks and the barbed wire and steps being thrown on you. Is there anything that comes to your mind where you're like, I still have to accomplish this in the wrestling world because you're still with TNA, uh, still yeah. going strong. I mean, is there something you're like, mm, I'm going to pull out this as the next no. stop? You know what? Uh, I mean, my last book was about the build up to my biggest, my biggest match in several years because I'd been a part of return matches where, I, you know, where I was... Is, it was a big part of pay-per-views, but I'd never been asked to like carry the load and be the main event. It'd been several years since I'd done that, so that was kind of a, a intimidating thing. Um, and I got through it, and I think it went pretty well. But honestly, part of my part of my problem in, in wrestling is that I, you know, I not only did everything that I wanted to, I like really exceeded it. So sometimes when I go back, it feels like it's, you know, like it's not you know not as challenging and there are other things i'd i'd like to do and uh and i do get a ch i do get a chance to do that sometimes you know i have to you know like i have to tweet so much about wrestling just so i can get other points across and uh i think for the most part people appreciate that i've got other interests whether it be uh you know writing or or the like we're doing this auction and we've raised a lot of money for um for victims of sexual violence, uh, and yeah, this so is your I, I try, rain to, try campaign. to be positive and try to try to accomplish some <laughs> things, given you know the, uh, the the you know the recognition I have. I think it's been great that you have been very, very diverse. And I was going to bring that up about the rain campaign because it's just been unbelievable. I mean, you had mentioned that you were looking to raise like ten thousand dollars, and you've raised. Well over a hundred thousand dollars. That's incredible. Which Yeah, yeah. Nobody saw that happening. And uh I was a little down, you know, after like two weeks, you know, we didn't have that many people donating. Uh it seemed kinda of, you know, it seemed kinda of odd to have a wrestler talking about a subject that didn't necessarily seem to translate as well. You know, we I think we were all fortunate to be around uh kids from Make a Wish and different groups. Right. I mean, almost every day backstage we'd be privileged to you know, help out a kid who'd been going through a tough time. But, you know, the thing, you know, sexual abuse didn't seem to be unnatural. But I think that's why it's it's actually worked so well. And I've had so many people, survivors of rape and sexual assault who have felt comfortable telling me their stories since we started this campaign. So above and beyond the, you know, the 100,000, and we're up to uh, over 10,000 on, on the online auction, which is... Uh, 
also a pretty cool thing. So yeah, I was are like we calculating. Are we at your last day yet for that auction? We have one day in like 11 hours there we go. Uh, okay. on some of the things, and then we have like one day in 20 hours on some so other items. where do people go for that? They can go to, um, I mean, if they just Google uh, Mick Foley, if they go to eBay Mick Foley charity, it should come up. Okay. Uh, because 100% goes to rain. I mean, the, the address is uh, my wor- uh myworld.ebay.com slash pickles01, but I don't think anybody's going to remember that. And before we we talk about something else, I want you girls both to know that in a few months, uh, I'm going to do a much bigger auction. This was something I threw together. I put literally like six of my favorite wrestling items up there just so people could know that this was something really important to me. These are like the Cactus Jack boots and the Colonel Cell shirt. You know, there's some other stuff that, like, you know, songs I wrote when I was 16 that, you know. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You wrote songs? (laughs) Wait a minute, that interests me. Uh, Wait, you didn't run this by me. Maybe I want to sing your songs. (laughs) I seriously doubt that. Uh, Seriously. Seriously doubt that. I was telling my kids, you know, I had the sheets out. I was rapping for them. And it was not one of of my greatest moments as a father, although they they appreciated seeing what a loser I was. It made <laughs> oh, me a that's funny. More comfortable. Um, but what are you going to be doing in a month? Uh, in a few months, I'm going to okay. I'm going to ask you know, people I know in wrestling, and and I might even badger people I've met over the years who are wrestling fans and other forms of entertainment to put together like a big auction, you know, with with lots of items. Uh, because uh, just out of the blue, Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins, uh, well, not out of the blue, because he, you know, he tweets me every now and then. He was like, hey, uh, you're putting the Cactus Jack boots up. Uh, they'd look good next to my Grammys. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I just said, hey, you, you feel like donating something. I was thinking, you know, maybe a couple tickets to a show, and he ended up, uh, he tweeted me back, he said, how about a brand new Fender Stratocaster? So wow. there's an example of something that's up to over $2,000. Wow. And, cool. So I think if, you know, how many times have, did we meet, you know, stars yeah. in yeah. movies or, or other sports? I mean, that was a pretty common occurrence, and I think they would like to give, and yes. I'd love to get, you know, some, some diva outfits and oh, uh, sure. anything Anything you could think of that, you know, yeah. if each person has, has one, uh, one item happy. up there, I think uh, yeah. the, the world of wrestling could, you know, can and has done a lot of good. And I've, I've really been proud of the fact that we've, we've raised a lot of money because I think uh, it makes us look good to the outside world, which is always important to me. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I de- you can count on me. I definitely will give you an outfit. Yeah, for that. All right. we're, we're all in on we're that. We're in. <laughs> now, now, Candace, can I tell you a little bit of a story? Just a little story concerning you. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, a little I, nervous <laughs> and I'm blushing already. <laughs> and you haven't even started the story. <laughs> she gets this with everyone. As soon as they say story, uh, she's like, oh. You oh. helped me make a point. Uh, uh, I, I had this um, this picture on my. Uh, my um, my Twitter background. It had been the book for several months. And it was like months after the last copy had been sold. I still had this, you know, the copy, the cover of the book. And I'm not very proficient technologically. So I don't know how to take things off and put new things up. Mm-hmm. And there's a singer that I tweet about once in a while named Grace Potter, who I'd met. And I had this cool picture. And I wanted to put it up there. But now people look at it and they're like, why does Mick have like a photo with two, <laughs> two women who are not his wife? <laughs> bass, play, bass players up there too. Like, who are these people, and why do you have 
photos of them on your, your, your homepage. So I just mentioned I was going to put a nice picture of my wife in a bikini up there. And by the time my wife told me there was no way I was going to put a photo up, we had like a hundred comments, like, "Hey, I want to see the picture." So I, I actually I, I saw just, those comments on your on your tw- on your Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Man, there might actually be an interest." So without telling her, I I listed a bikini photo on the uh, auction that was censored, like too hot to show. And when she got mad at me, she was like, "I I don't see you putting up pictures of other girls in bikinis." I was like, "Actually, there's a picture of Candace Michelle." <laughs> oh, you did! I love it. <laughs> In my last book with the caption of, like, here's Candace in all her glory. Oh. Sure my wife will love this photo. Oh, I love, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> I was uh, telling everybody on the show here last week when we were telling that you were going to be on that I actually got um, a very special kiss from you. Do you remember that story, Mick? Wait, the special? Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's what the chapter in the book right. is about, right? Like right, right. Would you like to tell that story? I would love to tell this story. So we were we were going to Afghanistan. We, we were stopped halfway, halfway. in Landstuhl, Germany. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, and uh, Mick had a sandwich, and, you know, we had nothing to eat. And it was like a peanut butter with banana on, you know, nice white Wonder Bread, and it was just so perfectly cut at an mm, angle. And making was, me hungry. He's just sitting there like a little teddy bear enjoying his sandwich, and I'm like drooling watching right. him eat his sandwich like so lovingly eating it and uh he he saw me looking at him and he said would you like a bite and i was like do i take a bite of his sandwich because i really wanted a bite right and i was like can i and he's like of course and he had already taken a bite and he gives me a bite and i was very well enjoying my bite and he takes another bite and he looks at me and he says you know we've kissed <laughs> no, I gotta correct you just a little bit, all right? Just a tiny bit, because I think I can actually make the story better. Terry Funk, Funk said, uh, "If a story is worth telling, it's worth coloring up." But oh this yeah, is absolutely. Actually how I remember it was that Candace, like I, I think most people would like bite around the bite mark. And the fact that Candace like dug right into where I just did <laughs> lipstick on I was it. Like, oh my god! Like I have to, I have to live vicariously you know, <laughs> through other people. And I was like, Candace, I, you know, I she saw. I can't remember you saw me looking at you, or whatever. And she said the words. She goes, I feel like I'm making out with Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That and is I was awesome. like, you know what? You've just got your own chapter in my next book. And so it's a short awesome. chapter. So is that all I, I have to do, Mick? <laughs> I have a sandwich right here. Pretend. I definitely need a moment in that book. So, so Mick, I definitely have to ask you um, because I know that fans want to know around the world what is your favorite match that you have ever had, and who have you yet to wrestle that you really want to wrestle? Oh, man. You know, my favorite of all time, for years I said it was a match I had with Shawn Michaels in 1996. Um, but then I, I, the last few years, the last several years, I, I've changed it to a comeback match I had. I, I teamed up, I had teamed up with The Rock against uh, Evolution for WrestleMania, and I was kind of scared. I hadn't had a match in like in four full years. It had been WrestleMania 2000. And yeah. to tell you the truth, I went out and I was just hoping to be good enough you know, like I just, I, I remember I, I was like actually like saying a prayer, like, 
please don't let me. I, I, it's not right to use the word suck in a prayer, but I think I was actually, <laughs> please don't let me suck, you know. I remember like, that match. <laughs> you were awesome. But I realized when I came back, like, uh, that's not really a great aspiration, you know. Right. Like, you know, I really should have shot a little higher. So the next month I went out in the singles with Randy Orton in Backlash, and we had a tremendous match. And as of a couple of years ago, Randy had, you know, said that was still his favorite, which is really mm-hmm. quite a, an accolade given all the great matches that he's been in. Um, so that's probably my favorite of all time. And um, I used to say that if I could, you know, the three people I wish I had wrestled were uh, Bruiser Brody, Ric Flair, and Hulk Hogan. And uh, Brody you know, died a long time ago. I've had a couple of really good matches with Rick. And so if I had to met, wrestle one guy just for the sake of history, you know, it would be uh, Hulk Hogan. Wow. Well, well you can't you make possi- that happen? Possibility really, I was going to say. TNA, huh? How's that going over at TNA? <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan, are you no, listening? We're, to we're this? not. We're not kidding, Mick. How is it going? I mean, that could be possible now that you're a TNA. Well, you know what? It could. It could be. It would not be the fastest moving match. Of all time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I have to count on our ability to draw people into the, you know, the the story. Yeah, I was, um, you can. I, I don't know. I, you know, I had a match. Um, I was really happy with with Rick um, in October, and actually, one of the items that's up there. For, uh, auction is the, the both the vest and the shirt I was wearing, and Rick had torn the shirt open so he could chop me. And it was a Bruiser Brody shirt, and it was you know it's kind of uh, you know stained with blood, so it's kind of one of those nice. cool wrestling fan things. Uh, and I'd be really happy if that was my last match because honestly that was better than I thought I had left in me. But if there had to be one more, um, you know I, I'd like to make it uh, with uh, the Hulkster. That's awesome. I think you can make that happen. Yeah. Mick, do you have any um, more aspirations to write or to be do more wrestling? I mean, like, where where is Mick Foley heading in the future from here? What is your new dreams and your new aspirations? Can you? Hmm, well, there's always there's all you know there's always dreams. Uh, I always have goals and aspirations. This thing this thing with Rain has really meant a lot to me. I did a lot of volunteer work and uh, I feel like even when I went out on the book tour, the book didn't do that well, but. Uh, there was, uh, you know, a chapter about the work I did with Rain, and it caught a lot of people's attention. And I thought just the, just the idea that I was able to go out there and have John Stewart, for example, say, now tell me about, you know, uh, Rain, and to be able to say words like rape, abuse, and incest on TV, and you know, which are pretty sobering words, and have them sink in and make a difference was really important to me. So. I'm really proud of the fact that I've done that that kind of work. Uh, I, 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 you know, at this point, I don't know if I have another book. I want to be a good dad, and uh, you know, hopefully, be home a little more often, and uh, you know, hopefully, entertain and touch people in my own way for a little while longer. That's awesome. Yeah, I think you've touched, well, especially me and Lillian, yeah. in, in your own way, and I can't <laughs> imagine the millions of fans. That sounded a little. Nice, huh? <laughs> oh, uh, it always weird because I've thought about touching you in my own life. Oh, my gosh. I'm just kidding. GG. <laughs> so let me ask you about the Tough Enough because I know that you've been watching the show every yeah. week. And so I want to get your thoughts on every, on everything that's been going on, like the the ones that have been eliminated. Do you think I want uh, that they should have been eliminated? Who do you think are, like, who's your favorite pick? Because I've got Ooh, mine. But. You know what? It's t- Let me say, first of all, one of the things that's really interesting is my wife loves the show, 
and she's not really a wrestling fan. Like she, she'll go in and she'll watch when the, my kids really, they love raw and they like, and they like it. Honestly, they, they are bigger fans of, of raw and SmackDown. They are of impact at, at their age. Um, it just, it's not, you know, they just start taken with the, the, the show a little more. My wife doesn't really care for any of the shows, but she loves, she loves tough enough. Cause I think there's that human drama in there right. and, and stone cold is awesome. Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, he's really good. Um, and, and I think, uh, Booker and, and Bill DeMott and, uh, and Trish all add a lot to it. Uh, also I, I look at it and I'm like, man, you know, Eric, uh, I guess even in the West coast, we know that Eric's been eliminated, right? Right. Yes. Uh, uh there's guys out there who are being eliminated who I feel for because I would have been terrible not only at the ropes course, but there's a reason why there's no video evidence of me going to the top rope like in the last 15 <laughs> years. You know, I, I, I can't really do it. So I, I, I really feel more. Uh, I, I, I feel more for the guys who struggle because I think the guys who struggle end up in a, a lot of cases actually being better because they need to want it more. Um, uh, but out of the guys who are left. Um, as long as, um, is it Luke, the cocky guy? Yes. Yeah, as long as he doesn't win, I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> God, everybody's thinking the same thing. I'm telling you. He, he'd make a good heel, but backstage? Yeah, it, it, Mick, if you came across him backstage <laughs> and he was cocky like that, what would you do? He'd get some uh, thumbtacks in him <laughs> and a barbed you know wire across you know, his it's back. Not, it's never anything as direct as saying, oh, I'm going to do something to that guy. But if I see someone who I think is not respectful, I just in the back of my mind get this feeling like, you know what? I'm not going to go out of my way to help that guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing, I was recently given an award by the Cauliflower Alley Club. And it was a really cool thing. Um, I think I was the youngest guy to ever get a lifetime achievement award, which is, which is I think, pretty pretty cool. That's and awesome. I was wow. really honored because a lot of the guys who vote on this thing would not necessarily be fans of my style of wrestling. But the fact that they, they voted, 17 out of 19 of these guys on the board voted for me, made me think about all the help I'd had breaking in. And even though my style wasn't for everybody, I think people... All, all, all throughout my career, especially when I was younger, saw something in me and saw how much mm-hmm. I loved it and wanted to help me. And so I, I go out of my way to help people who want to be helped and who are open to it. But he strikes me as a guy who already thinks he knows it all, mm-hmm. and that can be really dangerous uh, when yeah. you are in our world. You know, I think you, they, they should hand out some type of textbook that tells you, a, you can't be too, like, talkative like Matt Stryker was or people think you're cocky. But if you come in and you're quiet like Jeff Hardy was, then they think that you think you're too good for everyone else. Yeah. You, know, you know, like the backstage politics. It's oh, I remember impossible. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mick, um, when I came in there, I didn't know. I mean, first of all, I was outside of the wrestling world. had no clue. Yeah. I didn't come from independence. And I didn't know to shake everybody's hand. Me too. And so all of a sudden people thought I was stuck up and who's this girl? She's from not even she's not respecting us. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, okay, these two are talking. Respecting them because they're eating lunch. I am not gonna disturb and go around and shake everybody's hand. Excuse me, Hunter, can you stop eating so I can shake your hand? (laughs) And and you just you don't you have to shake their hand every time you see them. Yeah. Right. Right. It is. It's it's like a kind of a crazy world. And then yeah, there used to be, you could tell if somebody was in the business by how they shook your hand. 
But then you started getting reverse psychology where guys <laughs> who weren't in the business tried to shake your hand like a wrestler so you knew they couldn't be a wrestler if they were trying to shake your hand. Like, oh, does that yeah. make any sense? <laughs> yeah, and, it's getting confusing. And I would see guys who were given like the old-timer wrestling handshake, and I'd pull them aside if they were pretty good guys, and I'd be like, no one really does that anymore. <laughs> or you'd see a guy like walking around without his shirt, and if he had a really good body, then he'd get heat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, a, it is, it is a crazy world. And Lillian, I remember one time you talked talk to me about it, and I didn't realize how tough a time you were having with it um, because I wasn't around that much. And uh, I, I, you know, I think anyone who comes in, and Candace, you came in as part of the the diva search, mm-hmm. and and you know they could see how much you loved it, and that you had a great look for it, for it, and then you turned out to be. You, you kind of fell in love with the business, unless I'm mistaken, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and it, and it definitely showed because you turned out to be, you know, so much better than anybody would have you know, would have predicted. Like you could have coasted on your looks, but you didn't. Right. And I remember being there the night you won the uh, uh, the, the the championship, and it was mm. a huge deal to you. It was. And yeah, I, I, so I, I, you know, I'm not a fan of how everyone is treated um, because it is a really a tough road to to navigate. Um, but I, I think in the end, if you really love it and you're good to people, that uh, you know that'll win out. And uh, Lillian, I think you know you've long since you know you were accepted many many years ago by all but yes. like the most cynical people in the business and uh, <laughs> some of them <laughs> you're won't. never going to win over everybody no, you know, no i don't think i i didn't win over everybody either but uh, i have nothing re- but respect uh for both of you thank you yeah. Mick. same here thank you Mick. and Mick, i got to tell you one of my favorite times of you like you you did a lot in the wwe and but one of my favorites was the rock and sock connection <laughs> I mean, first of all, how did that even get put together? I loved it. And do you miss? I mean, do you keep in touch with The Rock? Do you miss working with him? Like, have you? Uh, you know what? I I don't. Um, I I haven't I haven't seen him or talked to him in a few years. Um, but a funny thing with this WrestleMania and the return of The Rock and Stone Cold coming back, it made people kind of nostalgic for that rock and sock era. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And suddenly. Uh, I wrote a little piece about how up until, you know, four or five months ago, my life was like a long nonstop showing a Groundhog's Day in that I was asked every day about that Hell in a Cell match with The Undertaker. And once The Rock came back, I started getting questions every day about The Rock and Sock connection. And I was, you know, I actually went out, I actually asked TNA if I could have one day off to go to The Rock's birthday party. <laughs> How'd that go over? <laughs> I guess not, because you weren't there. <laughs> it was a little shocking. And the truth is, I thought the birthday party was like two weeks earlier. It was somebody on Twitter had said, hey, you're going to the Rocks birthday party on Monday. And I never could have made May 2nd. So oh, gotcha. once I found out I was wrong, it wasn't an issue. But I, I really wanted to be there. I thought it would have been nice, and I thought it would have made people happy. Yeah, I didn't see them bring anybody, like, I mean, they, they brought, like, May Young, and you know, that kind of thing, but... But I definitely missed having you. And, I mean, I was there, but that was the whole and national anthem thing. you were thing. awesome. Lily, uh, that was awesome. I hope you got my message. That thank was, you. I did. I think, and thank I'm, you. I'm not trying to be, like, uh, full of hyperbole, but that was the best rendition ever 
by anyone. Yes, wow. I agree. It was awesome. Thank she pulled you. out all the stops in that one. <laughs> Thank you very much. I and no matter where I am, Super Bowl or whatever, I'll be at somebody's house and I'll be like, they don't sing it as good as the little girls. Oh, I love you for yeah. saying that. Thank you. <laughs> I try to pour my heart out. That song is very special to me you know, with everything. But Mick, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on our show. Thank you so much. We love you. You're our teddy bear always. And we'll be All watching right. you on TNA. And what, uh, is there anything that you, you know, besides rain or anything else that you want to definitely just plug before we go no, on? No, that's it. I mean, I, I feel two plugs is enough. So uh, hopefully people can either go to rain.org if they, would like to donate, mm-hmm. volunteer, or if they're in need of help, um, or they can go to my auction site just by Googling Mick Foley uh, an auction. And Rain is, is spelled differently. R-A-I-N-N. And then double N's. And he also has his Twitter at the real Mick Foley. That's correct, it's just right? Real. Oh, just oh, at real. At Mick real Mick Foley. Yes. And I noticed that you update it with everything, so all those links will be on there for the auctions and everything for everybody to go there. And let's help them out. You know, let's get them even more money donated, and uh, let's really show them. You know how much we appreciate what he's doing for yes, everybody. Yes, absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. Some of the stuff is up there in price, but there's still some cool stuff. Like the childhood songs are still like twenty five dollars. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so you cool. can get a They're unique affordable. memento and not break the bank. All right. That's awesome. Thank Thanks, you, Mick. Mick. We love you. All Have right. a great night. Yeah, we, I love you, too. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, bye. Wow, that was really awesome. So, guys, we're going to take amazing. this, and we're going to take some callers, and we're also going to do our new special segment. We're going to take a question from our tweets. tweets. I'm looking so at them right now. So you guys can call in um, while we go to another commercial. Do we do that? No. Okay, just call in, guys. It's 424-256-1729. And Woo. we have a caller on the line. What's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name is Daniel from Rockville, Maryland. Hi, Hi Daniel. Daniel. How are you? I think I uh, oh. recognize that voice. Oh, yeah. I'm on Oh, I know Daniel. You do? Daniel's awesome. How do Seriously. you know Daniel? Because I had uh, this one-on-one kind of where you ah, could actually have a one-on-one, one-on-one lunch. Um, yeah, or a breakfast, okay. you could actually. And he was one of the people that, oh, yeah, we had breakfast cool. together. So it was really, hey, we had oh, breakfast yeah. together. I remember that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Daniel, um, what's your question for yeah. us? My question, let me think. Oh, God. I don't even know I was on. You're on, baby. Yeah. You're on. This is your okay, slot. thank you. <laughs> did you ever, Louie, did you consider tapping out of WWE before you left in uh, 2009? Did, did I ever I've, consider leaving? Did I ever consider before I actually left? Yeah. Yeah, you but, know. I mean, you're there such a long time, so. Right. So. so I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I know yeah, I left. Pretty. I left in December of. I mean, September of '09, and yeah. I remember I gave them no, notice in May of '09 so that they would have enough time to find somebody and all of that because mm-hmm. my contract was up. You know, the only time that I would ever consider leaving, to be honest with you, would be like when we did an international tour and we were on the road for two weeks, two and a half weeks. When you're on that tour and you're away from home for that long and you love going international and you love the fans and everything, but the road gets kind of long and and it does get, even though you're with other superstars, it's still lonely. You're still Mm -hmm. going to an empty room at night. And uh, yeah, that was the time. Except for the nights when she came to my room. (laughs) And there was many. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> starting trouble. 
No, but that would be the time that you go, God, do I really want to do this? Because you miss home so badly. Yeah. You just want the best of, of both worlds. Right. So. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there were times, but then you'd come home and everything would be fine again. you come and, home and then you can't wait to go on the next yeah, tour. Yeah, or, or you'd go that <laughs> night, that night, you'd go and the fans would be, you know, yelling right. and screaming. You'd be in the middle of, like, I'll never forget being in the middle of the bull rings, like in yeah. Spain, where it's, you're it's actually in a incredible. bull ring. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, no roof, no nothing. Right. You're outside and it's amazing. So those are the times that you go, oh, no, this is cool. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> it's the traveling in between and the getting there. And, you know, that, that that's the, the kind of stuff. You, you wish you were Jeannie going, right. mm, beam me up. Or Scotty, beam Scotty, me up, Scotty. Yeah. Me. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for calling, Daniel. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye. 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 All right, our next caller. Awesome. What's your name and where are you from? Hola, como estas? Daniel, thank you. Hello. Okay. Hi. Hi. What's your name and where are you from? All right, our next caller. Awesome. What's your name? I'm Leslie Hernandez. Hi. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. Hi, Leslie. Hi. Can you do us a favor and can you turn down the volume on your, I guess you've got the uh, Ustream on right now on your computer? Yeah. There we go, because we were hearing an echo. Oh, perfect. What's your question oh, for okay. us, sweetie? Um, I'm actually in development on um, UCW Zero. Okay. Um, for Martin trains. <laughs> yeah, so I was wondering if um, maybe Candace can give me, uh, I don't know, some tips or something. I think, uh, I don't know if you've been watching Tough Enough, but one of the things that really stood out when John Cena came on, he said the hardest thing for him is never really feeling like he was good enough. And I think you just have to really believe in yourself and don't let anybody tell you you can't do anything or you can't make it. Um, if something is difficult, try harder, try a different way, ask for help, um, and just really go after it. You know, don't let um, you know the little things tear you down or break you apart. Or you know, once you're in the business, it just gets more and more people saying you can't, and it's just really fun when you prove them wrong and you tell them that you can. All right, thank you. Thank you for calling. Good, Good luck. luck. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah. So we'll take another color, and then we'll do the uh, the tweets. The tweets. Awesome. Okay. Uh, do we have a color on the line? No. There we yes, go. Yes, we do. Hi. What's your name, and where are you from? Hello. Hi. How are you? What's your name? Oh, um, This is Timothy. I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. All right. Hello. Vegas in the house. Yes. Timothy, what's your question? Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I really don't have a question because I'm so nervous now. But I just wanted to say I have so much respect for you guys because you, I don't know, y'all are just so cool and amazing. Oh, <laughs> thank you. We love that. Like, it's like, an, it's an inspiration because when I grow up, I kind of want to be a wrestler, but I don't really tell anybody. But you know what? I, I Right now, I'm going to tell you, do not be ashamed of that. If yeah. that's what you want to do, if that's your passion, you've got one life. You don't hide behind it, all right? So you go for it. You tell people that's what you want to do, and, and you study it. You see, right now, you watch Tough Enough. You watch the guys in the ring. You really study. And what you know what's so great about Tough Enough is that they're really letting you know, like, behind the scenes of right. kind of what it takes to be a wrestler. That's what I love right. about this show. A lot of people don't have that behind-the-scenes look. So if this is what you want and your passion, then go for it and do it. But you've got to do your research. You've got to do your homework. You've got to be prepared. And just tell them that Lillian and Candace said, you can do it. 
Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thank Have a so good much. night. All right. Bye. Bye. Good luck. Bye. Awesome. So this is exciting. This is our yep. first time doing this segment of the show. Yes. Um, but first, let's take right one now. more caller, and then oh, we're going to okay. take our, our Twitters. Okay. Hello. Okay. Hi. Hi. What's your name, and where are you from? Hi, Candace Michelle. Hi. Hi, I'm Shannon from Australia. How are you? Oh, Hi. I'm so good. How are you? What's good. Your... What's going on? Well, we're having a great time. Do you have a question for me? Yeah, actually, uh, look, I just want to say I'm a huge fan of uh, of both of you. And Candace, I thought you were probably one of the best women's champions that ever was. Oh, wow. I, and, I, uh, thank you. I motion that. Thank you so yeah, much. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I've got a question for both, for both you girls. I was just wondering, do you think... Do you think John Cena will be a big movie star like The Rock? You know, I think he will. Um, he's got that look. You know, he's just got a look that women love, men want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so he's got a lot of ways that he can play that, you know, diverse role of, you know, being the guy that kicks butt and still the sexy man that the woman wants to be with. But one thing I will say about Cena is I don't think that Cena ever wants to leave the ring. Like, he right. just doesn't want to take the break to be a movie star like rock will take a break you know and go back and forth right. and he does have the love and passion for the wrestling for the wrestling and not saying that rock doesn't have passion for the right. wrestling but rock balances it you know right. where cena really 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 just wants to wrestle yeah. he doesn't mind doing a movie here and there but that's the thing that I think would, would hold him back from being a Hollywood, full-time Hollywood, right. mo- big movie star like rock which by the way we gotta mention um, that rock's movie I mean Fast, uh, Fast Furious. I mean, the first weekend that it was out yeah. made eighty six million dollars. Wow, like have it, you seen it? Not yet, and no. I'm going to definitely. Yeah. But it it killed all the other um, Fast and Furious. Uh, you know, of, of all the money that they've made, right. so, and they racked in like another thirty six million this weekend. So wow. it's doing great. That's it's doing awesome. great. So, um, but yeah, so that's that's my take if, on. If on he Cena. wants it, yeah, I think he could have it. And thank you for calling. Awesome. Have a good night. Okay. Thank. You. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks, Candace. Thanks Bye. Thank you. Aw, he's so, so sweet. So I have a, um, okay. let's see, I have a tweet real quick here. I have one from Chris uh, Cash. Is it C-A? So it's Chris and then C-A-S-H-E. Okay. That's his Twitter name. What's his question? So his, his question is, and I wanted to take this because it's kind of like tough enough, where his question is, what advice would you give to an aspiring singer who has a good look and a great sound and can't get a break? Mm. So this is very much like... The tough enough that they want to aspire right. to be a wrestler, and you know they're trying really hard. Well, in the music business, it's not easy. It's right. the same thing where we, you know, for the longest time there was no shows like Tough Enough that you could actually go in and not and be part of something, and they teach you and all of that. Right. But now there's there's shows like American Idol and X Factor and The Voice mm-hmm. and and uh, I mean I know years ago there was Star Search. I mean years and years right, ago. Right. But I think that, you know, that's one thing is maybe just audition in those shows, learn from them, watch them, uh, because you can really learn a lot from even just watching the show, for sure. Um, See what songs work for certain people and certain, you know, don't, and really take note of that and then write. Like, I write all the Mm. time. Um, try to I write I go in I have uh, my, in my laptop, there's uh, on Max, they have GarageBand that Uh already comes in. So you hit that, and it's right. your own studio. Oh. So you just plug in your microphone, and you have you you just drag from iTunes. You drag your song over to uh, to cool. GarageBand, and you put your headset on, and you start singing, and you start recording yourself. And That's trust awesome. me, you learn a lot. You <laughs> listen Careful back. What I might record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You listen back, and you go. 
cool. <laughs> but, you, but you learn. You know, yeah, you yeah, really yeah, do. Totally. So I think that that's a thing. And, and I think it's, a, you know, joining a band. And um, there's many avenues out there that you just have to have the guts to go out and network and just put yourself out. Yeah. So totally. that's my good my answer, best. Lillian. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to answer one from Drew is the do. He's a very... Um, he tweets me a lot, and I have some good conversations with him. Oh, cool. And uh, his uh, question is, including tonight, eliminated contests, contestants, sorry, who do you think could make it in the WWE? Um, I'm going to go with two people. Uh, first of all, including one person that was eliminated tonight is Evie uh, for the girls. I mean, I think she has the passion. She has the heart. She has the drive. And uh, she was just taken out without her control. But I think she's going to come back from this and really just – you know, say, hey, I have another opportunity because I think she's going to get it. Right. And I think she's going to do great stuff for us. Yes. Um, for the guys, I'm still loving Jeremiah. <clears throat> I mean, he's got this, like, different look. I can't think of many people that have it. Right. You know, I mean, uh, you can kind of think of, uh, you know, a kind of a Trevor Murdoch. But um, this is he's playing more of a babyface role, you know, where Trevor was kind of a heel with that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I think people are going to love him and they're just going to, you know, want to eat him up. So those are my two picks and I think they're going to do good. Which brings us into the predictions. I mean, we're kind of going long on the show today, but but we got some spooky music. Yeah, we got the spooky music. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Oh, wow. I can add like another octave. Nice. You don't want to see my octave. (laughs) Okay, so predictions for um, the win. I still, I like my guy, Andy. I just hope he steps Mm -hmm. up because I really do like him. I think he's got the best look out out of all of them. I think he's the most memorable. I -hmm. think that, uh, I mean, I just, there's something about him that really, I you know, wants me to see him go all the way. Right. And I'm sticking with Jeremiah. We were just talking about it. He's my boy. He's the country guy. Who do you think will go out next? Ooh, out next. Uh, oh, actually, I think right here, AJ. Uh, I don't know. AJ might step it up next week. I think he's going to surprise us a little bit. But, you know, Luke, you know, like when we were talking with Mick Foley, Luke was, uh, he was saying, you know, Luke better not get too cocky. You know, play mm-hmm. the cocky for the heel role, mm-hmm. but, you know, respect where you're at. And I know he won this week, but I don't know how that's going to carry on through the rest of it. It's going to get very interesting because now we're down to seven. No, we're down to six because they eliminated two people. Oh, right. So we're right? down to six. We're down to six. We're at great. Andy, AJ, Martin, Jeremiah, Luke, and Christina. And we saw the preview for the next week's show. They're going to have the WWE Divas are going to be coming on. Yes. And we're excited because our special guest next week is going to be a very own WWE Diva who made history, Michelle McCool. (laughs) Now, as everybody knows, she's retired. Yes. And she's going to spill the beans. What's going on? Where's she going from here? You know, all this fun stuff. Um, And I was excited to chat with her a little bit and say, oh, I hope you enjoy this thing it's called life you know yeah, barbecues right, and right. birthday parties and <laughs> for the last sleep. seven years she sleep, hasn't yeah. yeah right right <laughs> so she's gonna have fun doing that we're gonna find out all the good stuff from her so if you guys have questions start tweeting her uh tweet us you know you can email us facebook us you know they're gonna put all that good stuff up on the after buzz website and i like to close things out with a special quote but before you close oh. it out Okay. You won't be here next week. Oh, I won't. I'm taking my little peanut, and we're going to fly home to Milwaukee (laughs) for 11 days. Wow. 
Wow. Okay. Okay. This is long, guys. Okay. Like four days with the family. You know, that's like good. Yeah. Eleven days. Wow. What what possessed you? With my beer, (laughs) beer, Pabst Blue Ribbon drinking, Marlboro smoking, uh, uncles. This is gonna be (laughs) the stories. I can't wait for the stories. An excited weekend. So I I will miss you guys. Maybe I can call in and say hi. Yeah. All right. Um, But I want to leave you guys with a quote. This is from Maya Angelou. She's one of my favorites. Um, And I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget the way you made them feel. All right. I love it. Very good. I love it. Awesome. And Tori will be back. So for now. (laughs) The music again. We are we're we're not technically TV. TLC. We're we're just Elsie. We're low, <laughs> we're a little crazy. A little crazy low today. Crazy. <laughs> <A> little crazy. <laughs> so now we will. What's that? We will buzz, buzz you later. later. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.